Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. They work inside the 400 metre marker, third quarter in 28. Captain Crusader shows the way. Manila Playboy, he won't be denied on the outside. He's making ground and Captain Crusader is being felt for. Manila Playboy draws level, puts him away at the top of the lane. Artillery badly held up. Here's Hemsworth. Hemsworth is about to burst into the clear. Manila Playboy in front. Hemsworth goes to second. Artillery late along the inside. Manila Playboy in front. Oh, the Playboy. Oh, what a win that was. Manila Playboy. Yeah, it was a big win. And as a result, Chris, he's quite short to win this Queensland Sun at Albion Park tomorrow night. Good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. This is the first of four big nights uh, set to be staged at Albion Park, Steve, during the month of July. Winner of this race tomorrow night, guaranteed a start in next week's Group 1 feature, The Rising Sun. That's a race worth $300,000, but if a three-year-old, either leap to fame or rip, proves successful, there's an extra $100,000 going the way of connection. So this race is all important. We're guaranteed to have two Queensland trained runners in this race uh, next week because this race tomorrow night, the Queensland Sun, only for Queensland-trained horses. So it's all important. Let's go through all the market movers for the weekend. Jared Daffy from TAB joins us. Jared, good morning. Morning, Chris and Steve. Uh, before we get to LBN Park, let's just uh, have a look at this feature free-for-all race tonight over in GP. Uh, small field again, but interesting. Jumping Jack Mack again served up short. He was beaten out of the place last week. He's $1.60, Volton 10, 10. Chicago Bull 290, Bletchley Park 51. Too fast, too serious, 14. Diego 850. Are putters prepared to back up on jumping Jack Mack? They are. We did mention last week he'd been heavily supported, and, and as you pointed out, then he let the team down. But they've butted up again, Chris. Opened at 175 from the good barrier draw. Already in the 160, there's no interest in anything else. Okay. Uh, we've got three Group 1 features set to be staged tomorrow night in Sydney. They're all for the trotters. Uh, we start with race number seven here. This is the four- and five-year-old final. What's up, Majestic, the odds-on favourite? He's been campaigning up here of late, $1.80. Uh, next in betting, Maydan, six fifty, seven dollars $7 for both, a Runyer flyer and on advice. So what's up, Majestic, odds-on, $1.80. Any takers? He's been a, a little easy in the market, Chris, $1.65 out to $1.80. It's not an overly busy race, I must admit. The only one that's been any interest in has been Maydan, 18 to six fifty, but pretty quiet, favourite of the drifter. Okay, race eight for the three-year-old trotters here at Menangle tomorrow night. And we've got a shorty here again for Ricky Olchin. So he's got What's Up Majestic running odds on in that four- and five-year-old final. Tough love, $1.30, clear choice. Uh, next best, $6 each of two, uh, Agret and Paris K. Open $1.25, tough love, out to $1.30. Now, I wouldn't read too much into that. That's basically just a little tightening up of the percentages as race day approaches. Haven't well, they haven't backed anything to boot it, Chris. So it's the one, particularly through multi number eight, tough luck, dollar thirty. Okay, the two-year-old final is race nine. Again, we've got a shorty here this time for Blake Fitzpatrick, Vitellius, a dollar sixty-five. Uh, Dream big, aim high, two fifty. I'm a gypsy queen, five fifty. Long odds for the other pair, Vitellius and Dream big, aim high. Which one's getting the support? Small field, nothing has happened. It's exactly as they opened. Vitellius 165, Dream Big, Aim High 250. So those prices have been there for three days. And as I said, nothing has happened at all. So I guess what that tells me is the market's right. 
but no no push either way. Okay, now let's focus on Albion Park. The first of four huge nights tomorrow night. We'll go straight to the Queensland Sun, which is the main event tomorrow night. A Group Two feature, first time being staged. Tim's a trooper, four forty, class for the max, thirty one. They're both three year olds. The four year olds. We've got Jasper, sixty one. Manila Playboy, two forty. Cashed up, sixty one. Hemsworth, twelve. Uncle Shank, twelve. Big Wheel, six fifty. Slip the Hundy, seven fifty. Scotch and Ice, three rivers, both at one hundred and fifty one dollars. Some moment somewhere, eight fifty. And the emergency, we always have faith, will start tonight, $71. So Manila Playboy, 240 fresh off that patron's purse. The race Steve just played. Is there any takers at $240? Uh, no, but there there was at a much bigger price. He opened at 350 A couple of price moves gets him. Well, he was 250 this time yesterday, 240 overnight. So he's been a significant mover. Whilst that's been going on, Chris, everything else has gone out the gate. So he's clearly the popular pick there. Okay. Uh, the Wandai's made open is race six. This is for the free frauders over the mile. There's every chance the track record could fall by the wayside, weather permitting. It's it's not pleasant, the forecast, but it could go. We saw a horse go sub 50 on, on Monday at the trial. So uh, easy eclipsing, uh, easily eclipsing the, the track record of 150. LL Cool J 26, Star Galleria 13, Northview Hustler 9, Firefox 350, Spirit of St. Louis 270, Crunch Time, the Emergency, 41. Mac Da Vinci, 61. Majestic Cruiser, 750. Black Sedans, 10. Deus Ex, 41. AG's White Sox, $8.50. The favourite is Spirit of St. Louis, but, Jared, I, I think this is going to be a really good betting race. I think there's going to be a few moves here. It is for sure. What is interesting here, Chris, is those two favourites, particularly Spirit of St. Louis, are in the drift already. He's opened at 240. It's out to 270, so quite clearly there was no takers at the short, so He'll get to a price where they will back him because obviously he's a high-profile horse, but it's a pretty solid market. The only one that's attracted any support inwards has been Northview Hustler, which uh, has been 12 into 9, but really solid market, that one there, but the favourite's just edging out. Okay, well, I'll be keen to talk to the boys later to see how they see this race unfolding because I think it's going to be a uh, an action-packed race. The other feature tomorrow night is race 10, the Wayne Wilson Memorial Paleface Adios Classic. Just the four runners here. Carter Grant, 51. Jewel Melody at $1.50. Smirks Like a Boss, 2 dollars And hold on to your bling, $6. Jewel Melody, already a Jewel Group 1 winner. She's the clear favourite. Trialled well last week, $1.50. Always tricky, the little the little fields, aren't they? Particularly field of four only, but it opened at $1.60. That was quickly snapped up. It's into $1.50. It's been around about that way now for 36 hours or so, Chris. So no real movement subsequent to that early move, uh, but it's the only one they want. Okay. We lucked out with our multi last week. If we we're building one this week, what are we looking at? Well, we kick off at Gloucester Park tonight. Race five, number one, jumping Jack Mack, currently $1.60. Then we move on. We've got two at Albion Park tomorrow night, the two that I just mentioned. Race eight, number four, Manila Playboy, $2.40. And race 10, number three, Jewel Melody, $1.50. Okay, that'll do us. Uh, Steve, can you add to our multi? Yeah, I like the one in uh, Adelaide. Just got the right form. Um, Murray Bridge, uh, Kara Kazoo, uh, race six, number one, Chris, 175. Go on the multi for me. Okay. All right, beautiful. We'll put that in. Jared, as always, really appreciate the time and looking forward to talking next week. All things rising, sun. That barrier draw taking place on Monday night at 7 o'clock on Sky 2. 
It does, Chris, and just a reminder again for those who may not be aware, next Friday morning we're going to do the Brookie Show from Albion Park, so anybody who's in the vicinity or wants to come along and see how this award-winning show's put together, just roll up. Exactly. Free of holidays, I might just lob. Yeah, do you it. You can bring the coffee, Steve. Mm. Lovely. Okay. Beautiful. See you, guys. We'll Thanks. talk next week, Jared. Okay. Jared Daffy from Tab, those markets are available. And Steve, right now, looking at that rising sun market, I know we touched on this uh, yesterday. Ladies in red, 450. Better Eclipse, 750. I think he touched down this morning. Leap to Fame, 750. Beyond Delight, $9. Rip, $9. And then we're looking at Better Isolate at $14. So ladies in red, 450 for the rising sun. That barrier draw will take place on Monday night. Sky 2 coverage, 7 to 730 uh, taking place in the city at the uh, the Grove, which is right in the city. So uh, it's going to be a, a good night, but uh, full coverage of that barrier draw, Sky 2, 7 to 7.30 on Monday night. Kate Butts with us, Chris. Kate, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? I'm really well, and I'm sure Steve's well. Uh, it, it's all go now for Albion Park. We've got through the Reckliff Carnival, very successful there. But it's all the focus now on Albion Park. And as I said, that very draw for the rising sun on Monday night, there's a lot happening. Yeah, very exciting. We're actually just looking at all our events in the next couple of weeks and we've got um, a lot happening, so we can't can't wait. Okay, so the whiteboard is full? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot happening, but um, we're, all, we're all over it. So the only thing that's not in our favour is the weather tomorrow, but it's out of our control, so we'll see how we go. We'll take a bad night tomorrow night as long as the, the next three Saturday nights are, are fine and clear. So fingers crossed for that. Just with tomorrow night, is it Little Legends race night tomorrow night? Um, it is, but unfortunately we've had to cancel that event. So um, we'll postpone that event. event. So um, we will definitely be having it, but not tomorrow night. So that is unfortunate. Okay, we'll, we'll stay tuned there for that uh, announcement on when it will take place. Uh, just quickly, uh, the uh, Calcutta uh, for the Tab Blacks are fake. Uh, as I said last week, free entry, $10 per ticket, and you can buy as many as you like. Yeah, correct. We've got um, Ryan Spice has got some tickets. Chris Barsby's got some tickets. We've got Scott Steele, uh, Gail Garrard, and a few of the Embracing Pacing ladies have some tickets, as well as myself. So come and see one of us and get them um, prior to the event. And like we said, there's $1,000 in the starting pool, um, so that's a great start. Yep, that takes place on a Thursday uh, the, before the uh, uh, Blacks are fake. So that's Thursday, July 21, at the Bricky Creek Hotel, right next door to the Albion Park Paceway. What is your yep. best bet for tomorrow night? Best bet, race seven, number eight, Make Mine Memphis. I'm going to go each way for that one there. He um, didn't start off that well in the Redcliffe Cup. However, he did run the fastest sectionals on the way home. So hopefully crunch time can hold the lead and then give Make Mine Memphis a good shot of upsetting the favourite. Okay, so we'll put the big circle around. Race seven, number eight, Make Mine Memphis, the stable. Uh, the family stable's been informed this week. A couple of winners, one yesterday, one on Tuesday. Yes, yep, very exciting. And um, Paddy Pants finally broke his maiden. So um, I own him with the family. So I, I think that was my best one of the week. <laughs> All right. Well, good, a good result there for you and the family. Well done. Okay, really appreciate the time as always this morning. We'll chat again uh, next week, but we'll see you trackside tomorrow night. Yeah, thanks, Chris. We can't wait. So there's a few um, tables still available in Paces and Chases. It's in the warmth, undercover. So uh, give us a call or send us an email and we'll get you booked in.
Okay. Appreciate it, Kate. Thanks, Chris. We've got some great horses stepping out there tomorrow night. So if you're in the area, uh, just pop down to, to LBN Park. As Kate said, uh, some tables still available. Have a night out and take in some great harness racing action. It is a ripping program tomorrow night. 11 races and we start at 5.05. Ryan Spice joins us each and every Friday morning. I'm sure he's fired up for the weekend ahead. And he's online with us now. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Okay, we've got the best bet from Kate. She's come up with race seven at number eight, Make My Memphis. Where do we find your best bet this weekend? Chris, I like two on the card, same card at Albion Park on Saturday night. My best is in race four, number seven, Gerarda's Delight. She's a group one winning mare and she finds a great race to get back into the winner's circle. She was excellent first up last week at Redcliffe off an awkward gate. She pushed forward. Worked to the breeze and ended up in the 1-1. She hit the line hard. I think this is a excellent race for her to be winning. I'm hoping she comes up around the $1.80 mark. Okay, so the best bet there, race four, number seven. What's the other one that you fancy tomorrow night? And Chris, if we just head over one more race, uh, like Albion Park, race five, number one, Ronaldo. This is a Brad Hewitt-trained and driven five-year-old gelding. He's got a neat mile-winning record of four from 15. Gets the beautiful draw in gate one. He looks to get every hope on Saturday night, and I marked him around even money. Okay, so we'll go there with Ronaldo. Hopefully he can score a goal for you there tomorrow night. I want to get your thoughts on the uh, the Queensland Sun, the new race on our feature race calendar here in Queensland. All important, this race, because the winner is guaranteed a spot in next week's Rising Sun. So as it stands right now, Tim's a trooper, one of two three-year-olds in this race, last week's Rickliffe Derby winner. He's at 440, draws the eight. How do you rate his chances? I think he's a clear winning hope, and he is the three-year-old hope in the race. I marked him about $6. Um, he's now taken his career prize money to over 200K. He's always been a tad underrated, but from the great draw, he certainly is a hope. If he does win this race tomorrow night, doesn't that add a, a different dynamic to the barrier draw on Monday night? Because if he wins being a three-year-old, that will make sure there's three three-year-olds starting. So it it just muddies the water a little bit with the barrier draw. I think it would uh, add great intrigue, Chris. Yep, absolutely. Class to the max is the other three-year-old stepping out tomorrow night in the Queensland Sun, a stable amount of Tim's a trooper. He's a $31 shot. I think he'll be angling to get to the marker line as soon as possible. Um, I think $31 is about his right price, not for me. Okay, Jasper the Mayor, she's at $61. She's a third of the Dixon runners. She's a lovely four-year-old mare, but I think this looks a tad too hard. All right, Manila Playboy is the favourite, fresh off that patron's purse victory, 240. Angus Garrard taking the drive. He has a wonderful association with this horse. He's clearly the horse to beat. Um, personally, I marked him around $2.80. He certainly looks like he has to breathe in this event. I think he's good enough to do that. The one small lingering doubt I have is if he's sitting in the breeze off a hot tempo, can he still show that same turn of acceleration? I think he can. Um, regardless of the result here, I do think Manila Playboy has earned his spot next week in the rising sun. Okay. What about Cashed Up? He took on the rising sun last year as a three-year-old. He's unwanted here. Form is, is sound, but he's $61. Chris, he performed with distinction this time last year. He's a lovely horse. The middle trip suits, but I think the gate hurts him badly. Okay, Hemsworth. He was placed behind Manila Playboy and Artillery at Redcliffe in the patron's purse. He's a $12 shot, but 
Pete McMullen would have had the choice of three drives here, and he's opted for this guy. Racing in career best form is Hensworth. As you said, Pete takes the reins. I think he's the key runner to this race in what tactics-wise Pete decides to do. If he pushes him forward to try and settle in front of Manila Playboy early and then maybe take cover, I think that's what they'll elect to do, but we'll wait and see. He's certainly a winning hope. Um, yeah, intriguing runner. Okay, what about his stable mate Uncle Shank, also at $12? I think Uncle Shank will be let loose at the start here and spear across and take the running up. He is zero from two at the trip. Um, I have my doubts that he'll run it out. Okay, do you think he'll be longer tomorrow night? Yeah, I think he'll drift in the market, Chris, yes. Okay. What about big wheels? Oh, I rate this guy. He was a first-up winner. Overall, his record is excellent. He's at 650, but he's drawn the inside of the second row. I actually think the draw is a benefit for big wheels. He's going to be put to sleep, be three or four pegs. And if there's a hot tempo and he sees gaps late, he certainly can be finishing strongly. Um, I think he'll drift in the market, however. All right. Slip the hundy. He's been awesome since coming from New Zealand. Uh, PBF at last week, 51.8. He's at 7.50. Chris, big fan of this horse. Absolutely flying. 51.8, as you said, never on the track. I do like his draw to the back row. He can just trail through and let it all unfold in front of him. I think he'll come with one run. He would love some genuine tempo in the early stages. I think he's a clear winning hope. I marked him $6. Okay. Scotch and I said $151. Yeah, gate hurts. I think it's uh, this is a tad too hard. Three Rivers also at $151. Yeah, he's outclassed here. All right. And some moment somewhere, eight fifty. This horse couldn't be going any better. The gate does sting, though, however. Um, another, just like Slip the Hundy, he would benefit greatly if there was a, a solid tempo throughout. He is an each-way hope without a shadow of a doubt. OK, so what are your selections, then, in the Queensland Sun? Chris, obviously, Manila Playboy is the hardest to beat, but at the current market prices, um, I would be backing Slip the Hundy each-way. Okay, going with Slip the Hundy, currently 750 with Tab. And right now, as I just mentioned, Ladies in Red is the favourite for the Rising Sun. Pre-barrier draw, 450, field yet to be uh, determined. But uh, how do you see that 450 Ladies in Red off that trial on Monday night? Yeah, Chris, I think that, that feels about right. The uh, $14 they bet a couple of months ago certainly seems way overs now. Um, Shapes is perhaps one of the absolute races of the year across the entire country. Okay. Well, we've got the uh, the good oil. Race four, number seven, Gerardas Delight Your Best. And the other one you're keen on is race five, number one, Ronaldo. It sets up to be a very exciting period. Four Saturday nights coming up. It's going to be excellent. Really appreciate the time. Best of luck, and we'll chat again next week. Thanks, Chris. Ryan Spice joining us on Mobile Rolling. Uh, Chris, so just so I'm clear, after what we spoke about yesterday with Ladies in Red, the favourite, is she going to come from gate three, is she, in the race next week? Yes, but if one of those horses, either Tim's a troop or all class to the max, win the Queensland Sun tomorrow night, being three-year-olds, they'll get a preference as well. So that'll push her out to four. But if one of the four-year-olds win that race uh, tomorrow night, say Manila Playboy, Slip the Hundy or one of those, um, she'll start from three. So it just depends how many three-year-olds are in. We're guaranteed two, but there could be an extra one if one of those three-year-olds can score tomorrow night in the Queensland Sun. So she could potentially find the top. It just depends on uh, what wants to annoy her in the run. How much pressure? Darren Clayton's all over the form, of course, and he's with us, Chris. Darren, good morning. 
Yeah, morning, Chris. Morning, Steve. And if you are coming along next Friday, Steve, latte with one would be great. Oh, beautiful. You did mention Ladies in Red about two months ago. Yeah, well, she's uh, she's there now. She's accepted the invite. Um, I found it interesting when you're talking to Nathan Jack yesterday, Chris, that they're only the should only be landing the day before the race. So that did a little bit of a concern, do you think, at all, or especially with well, the way but- transport can go? Well, Steve, is that becoming more and more often with the thoroughbreds now? They I can just fly in a, a... Yep. A lot of the yeah. big stables, Chris, they, they, that's just what they do. They like to get here uh, on the Thursday normally if they're racing on the Saturday. I know the Snowdens, all of the big trainers, a lot of them like to do it, get them here as late as possible. They think it works. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard you interview a number of those trainers throughout the carnival and they're only arriving, you know, a day or two before the race. So it's not uncommon, Darren, but... Uh, yeah, I suppose, um, you know, that's all they can do. They want to leave it as late as possible, get all their foundation work done at home and then just fly in and fly out, so to speak. So you just hope that everything goes to plan. But as we know, um, there's no such thing as a, an ironclad plan. No, that's right. But uh, I guess you got you got to put your faith in the, in the systems that are there. And if that's what they think is the best option for their horse, well, then that's definitely what you need to do. It's just uh, everything else around it. Um, Sometimes some things are out of your control, but uh, we know one thing: she's fit. She's um, she's always in form, and, and that trial there on Monday night shows that she's she's ready to go. So yeah. uh, it will be interesting what what the final field is in terms of that barrier, because I guess it depends what other three-year-olds we could get one through tomorrow night from the Queensland Sun, but then we could also get a couple more in just off the nomination. So it's all dependent on, on what those nominations are on Monday morning. I'm just thinking about it, though. How would you feel, though, leaving Victoria at this time of year and suddenly, you know, appearing in Queensland as, as a human? Yeah, that's <laughs> a, big a little bit of a shock. <laughs> Even though the weather's not that great at the moment. Yeah. No, but that's still taken. Let's talk about this Queensland Sun, Darren. We've just gone through it with Ryan, but uh, all-important race, uh, you know, inaugural edition, so there's plenty at stake here tomorrow night. Manila Playboy 240 with Tab. Is he your on-topper in this race tomorrow night? Um, yeah, it, it's a really intriguing contest, isn't it, with whether... My on-topper is actually some moment somewhere, Chris. I couldn't be more impressed with how this guy's going. Of course, gate 12 is no favours here, but I really think there's going to be a tempo that will suit him here. Um, he didn't really get the, the the gate in his favour at the patron's purse, but it's a, it's a different beast being able to come wider at Albion Park than it is at Redcliffe, which he had to do on that occasion uh, when chasing home behind Manila Playboy. He gets a race here where... Um, Interesting hearing Ryan think that uh, Uncle Shank might be lit up early. I, I thought there was a little bit of a um, chance that that would happen or even Hemsworth firing across first as well because we know he does have good speed, but he's been so good coming off the speed lately. So it certainly throws up a little bit of an interesting map in the early stages, I thought, and um, especially with a couple of those runners drawn down near the fence where they position and um, with that in mind, and I think it might be uh, a little bit willing early to, to secure a spot, and then the middle tempo once the dust settles, um, you know, getting out and around, and I thought that'll just work for some moment somewhere. Um, so I, I'm keen to have him on top. Um, I thought Tim's a trooper, probably 
is the runner that gets the options there there after the start. Um, he's got the speed to lead if they want to. His best runs have been when coming off the speed. So if he can manage to um, to maintain the spot behind the leader, uh, depending on what that leader is, um, I think he'll be he'll be right in the in the finish as well. Manila Playboy, just not sure where he maps from Gate Four, Chris. I don't know. I don't think he has the speed to get across early, and then uh, some of those wider get across in front of him, where that then leaves him. So I'm um, just a little bit concerned about him and Hemsworth. Uh, the same sort of scenario with him. They've, at least with him, he's got the speed to get across. So um, I thought he won't be far away. And slip to Hundy. He's the he's the real query runner for mine. He's been in super form at Albion Park, and he should get a nice trail through in the early stages. Does step up to the 2100 for the first time, which um, can be a little bit of a concern, but he's been super in his runs at the mile, so you, you would think that he should be able to run the 2100. I find this interesting, this race, in so many ways. First time that it's been run, Queensland-trained horses only, but many of these horses haven't raced against one another, or certainly not often, so it, it just adds to the intrigue. And then you've got those two three-year-olds, you know, posited up in gates one and two, I find it a fascinating race in so many ways, and it's just hard to sort of line all their form up, although we've seen so much of these horses all being Queensland trained, but a lot of their form doesn't sort of marry up in many ways. No, it doesn't. They all, um, they've all sort of come from, from different races and different um, um, sort of scenarios. So, yeah, that that makes it even tougher, I guess. And, um, you know, even the fact that there is a couple of horses in there that, um, you know, you'd expect to go well, but then the, the 2100 metre distance is, is a little bit of a concern for some of them. So, um, you know, like you say, there, there's plenty to to pull apart and where all the pieces fit. I don't think we'll know until about two minutes and, and 35 seconds after they start tomorrow night. Mm, it's a fascinating race, no doubt about it, but you've given a good push for some moment somewhere. 850, 240 the plays with tab fixed price. I'm keen to get your thoughts on the Wandai's mate over the mile. This is a great lineup and the way the barrier drawer has, has shaped this race only adds to the intrigue here. Spirit of St. Louis 270. I, I think he's gonna drift by the time, you know, we get the jump time tomorrow night. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he's trading a lot longer than the two seventy. Yeah, again, it's another race where it's a really tricky map to, to work out, I think, Chris, um, just where they've all positioned. I, I agree that Spirit of St. Louis might drift. Um, I've still got him on top. I think, um, you know, he'll be fitter from that first up run, which was over the 2,600 there a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he only did what he had to. He took the trail and it took, you know, every every bit of the straight to, to get past Blacks a dance. But... Um, you know, I think he's too good again. I think, though, where he positions, again, another big query, gate five, he probably doesn't have the speed to get across what's inside him. And, and I think then the option is, well, they go back. And going back over the mile at Albion Park can be fraught with danger. So um, he'll then be relying on the tempo, which I'm not really sure where that tempo, who sets the, who sets the speed. I, I think it's, uh, like I say, I think it's a, it's a really tricky race. And um, AG's White Sox again another bit of a query runner like he, he comes into the race first up out of New Zealand for the McCarthy stable but we know he's a, a high class a high class horse so 
Um, I actually thought in the in the process of, of doing the speed map for this race, I thought he might actually be the one that carts Spirit of St. Louis into the race. I thought uh, Northview Hustler is probably the one that uh, can get across to the to the fence first um, from gate three. Uh, although Star Gallery is certainly a quick beginner, it's just drawn inside him. But I thought Northview Hustler gets across. Firefox probably gets out as well, and then that pegs Majestic Cruiser away. You know, two starts ago, Majestic Cruiser won a big race over in New Zealand, and he, he comes back here and a little bit unlucky first up at Albion Park, but, you know, he hasn't probably got uh, much of a mention in this race at all, purely because of his gait. And then you got the track record holder, Black Sedans, who was enormous last time out over the, his less preferred uh, 2600 trip, where he was mighty brave, only went under, took Spirit of St. Louis, like I said, every every inch of the straight to grab him. So it's a fascinating contest. I've got, uh, like I said, Spirit of St. Louis on top. I just think, I do think he gets a, a card into the race at some point, and I just think he's probably going, uh, he'll be fitter, and he's going too good this season um, that he, you know, he needs to be able to, to put this field away, and I think he can do that. Well, it's a very intriguing race. There's no doubt about it. I don't envy the handicappers over the next couple of weeks trying to, you know, finalise these fields for both the Sunshine Sprint and the Blacks of Fake, uh, knowing that there's a few extras on the way. So it's going to be a tough time for them to try and, you know, put that field together for both of those features. But I'm sure they'll do the uh, the right thing. Uh, what is your best bet on the entire 11 race program tomorrow night? Yeah, I'm really keen on artillery uh, in race three, Kuz. I thought his run two starts back was huge. He drew gate seven on that occasion, got home. He went out forward, sat outside the leader and got home in, in under 27 his last quarter from the breeze. He was then absolutely luckless in the patron's purse. He got stuck in behind a tiring leader, lost all his momentum and, and got going again late. Um, only narrowly finished behind Manila Playboy in that race. Um, this probably looks a little bit easier than sort of those quality, that quality of field. He gets the right trail through in the early stages, I thought, and, and finds a race where there should be some good tempo. So I'm pretty keen on him. Race three, number nine, artillery. I'm going to boost your confidence. If he doesn't win this race tomorrow night, I don't think he gets a start in the Rising Sun next week. Connections are pushing towards that Rising Sun, but to solidify their spot, he must win this race tomorrow night. Well, that's that's a good push. And uh, he was really good at Menangle a few runs back where he took on that um, APG final race. Uh, he finished... He drew gate one there. He wasn't too far away, but... We see the quality of horse that comes out of that race beyond delight. Um, he'll be he'll be coming up with the Emma Stewart team and the other one, Ideal Dan, who we saw sat on the back of uh, I cast no shadow in that trial the other day and and grabbed second. So um, since that run, he's he's gone pretty well up here, and I'm happy enough to be on him tomorrow night. Okay, so the best bet, race three, number nine, Artillery. Throw some numbers at me for the quaddy tomorrow night. Yeah, so in the first leg, um, I thought it looked a race in two between numbers one and four. Um, number one being Ronaldo. He certainly gets every chance. First up for Brad Hewitt in Queensland. Um, 
his run last time at Young, they broke the track record in that race, and he sat outside the leader and wasn't beaten far. So um, certainly boost his confidence there. And the other one, I thought Bombardier Jujon, I thought this was a dropping grade for him. He hasn't been too far away. His last two behind Albie Two Chains and Delightful Dude. So thought they were the two to play there. The second leg, um, you can go wide open here in this Wandai's mate. It really is an open race, but uh, I'm sticking with number five, Spirit of St. Louis, and number 11, AG's White Sox as the top two, throwing in number nine, Blacks of Dance. Um, where he positions in the run, a little bit crucial for him, but uh, he'll certainly be in the mix. So five, nine, 11 there. The third leg, um, happy to go this one out with number four, Jillaby Kung Fu. Um, Crunch time, probably had a few excuses last time out at Redcliffe where he was the one that set the tempo of that track record. But um, he's been around Redcliffe before and done well. I was just a little bit concerned with that effort. Um, and Jillaby Kung Fu, two from two now on his comeback. I think he can uh, dominate this again. So I'm happy to go one out with number four to then play wide in that Queensland Sun race, the last leg. Um, as I said, I've got number 12, some moment uh, somewhere on top. Throw in number one, Tim's a trooper. He certainly gets the right trip. Number four, Manila Playboy, isn't going to be too far away. Either is number six, Hemsworth. He's going to be getting a good run through. And number nine, Slip the Hundy. So bringing it wide in that last leg to uh, just lower the cost. Going one out with the Jillaby Kung Fu, that third leg. Was it Jillaby Kung Fu the other night, Darren, that showed that electric speed from the gate? Um, possibly yes. there's been yeah there's been a few of late that have really led within a heartbeat Chris didn't it yeah that's him that's him so no, that, that's a good race tomorrow night and I think they'll fly in that field yeah I think well I think crunch time I don't think gate one suits him either um there at at Albion Park so um I just think Jillaby Kung Fu might even be able to get in front of him early and if he does well I think that's done and dusted straight up but uh, even if he doesn't get across early I, I don't think he has to to win that race Jillaby Kung Fu Alright so just repeating your numbers first leg 1-4, second leg 5-9-11 4 only and then that Queensland Sun race you've got the numbers of 1-4-6-9 and 12 so they're the thoughts of the quaddy for Darren tomorrow night the dashboard you do it each and every week for the Racing Queensland website is that up and running as we speak? Yeah, that's up and running and got sort of a bit of a write-up on some of those horses we spoke about there. Um, I thought Ronaldo, like I said, he gets every opportunity there after his big run at Young last time, quaddy, early quaddy. Trifecta race, I thought, um, would be a good one to play with uh, the Jillaby Kung Fu's race, standing him out. And just with his uh, book of drives, I thought Luke McCarthy's a driver to follow. He's got Major Jealous. He picks up Winona Ryder. Uh, a classy mare for Bernie Hewitt and he's then got the raconteur Soho Amazi, AG's White Sox Jillaby Kung Fu so as always Luke's got uh, some very handy horses he gets to sit behind tomorrow night